Hey Faith Family, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, welcome back to Beyond Sunday on a Tuesday afternoon, actually Tuesday morning still, still. late morning here. We're recording this. Thanks for listening in and watching if you're watching and if you're just doing the audio, thanks for listening. Randy, I have a question for you. It's not a joke nor a riddle. Okay, so you're spared this week. But Thank I had you, a faithful listener ask Thank me you. what your favorite type of motorcycle was. Oh, my. What do you prefer? That would be so hard. I'm one of those guys. I like them all. I like a lot of the bikes. You so can offend people. Know. You know. I would just say a general, probably my favorite still is um, some kind of a sport touring bike. A sport touring yeah. bike so but the makes it wouldn't matter to me really how about a harley harleys are fine yeah you're okay with harley yeah i had one did you yeah that's right yeah yeah 1987 and then, and then you had a bmw is that yeah, right i had a couple of those yeah and what do you have now a triumph a triumph is that a victory where's triumph the triumph. name of the triumph yeah okay. long time builder of cars and motorcycles from britain okay yeah all right well, very biblical too by the way i like the biblical <laughs> Sense yeah, of that. that's right. I'm sure that's what was uh, what drew you to it. One of the factors. Yeah, good. All right. Well, I got a I got a quote for you here uh, to start off. Just I thought it went along with the series that I came across here. Mm-hmm. It's from Corey Ten Boom. She said this: "Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow; it empties today of its strength." Yeah, I thought she was going to say of of its joy. Yeah. Which would have been good too, but that's, yeah, sure. that's really a great quote. Yeah. And she, wow. Yeah. I mean, I know a little bit about her life, so oof. that's yeah, a right. great, that's a great quote. Yeah. I thought, I mean, because so often, I mean, where it came from was thinking into the future. One of the things we talked about last week was what brings on fear and the future. Sometimes mm-hmm. the uncertainty, the unknown can mm-hmm. bring on fear. And so when we begin to worry about tomorrow, it really robs us of the mm-hmm. strength and joy of our day. Um, and yeah, I was just, um, I was talking through that with someone, just thinking through when you're worrying about what's coming, you're not enjoying the moment that, yeah. that you're in and uh, you're constantly projecting out. That is interesting though, her take on it, that uh, you lose the strength. Mm-hmm. And there is, that is, uh, you know, to the extreme, uh, and, m- and most of us have experienced this to the extreme where fear actually does paralyze us. And so we're certainly not strong to act, to be faithful to the Lord, to move into his will, to walk with him. Mm-hmm. We're not strong when we're anxious. Oh, uh-uh. So no. I like, I really like that. Yeah, that is Excellent. a good angle. Yeah. Um, so we're in week three of this uh, Barnabas series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in John 16 over the weekend. So uh, if you weren't there and you want to listen, you can find that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a quick summary, John 16, this is uh, the, the setting, the context here. The disciples are sitting down with Jesus, right? It's after they, he washed their feet in John 15. Am I mm-hmm. not? Am I right? So I, I bring that up just to say that these are pretty, um, here it is, John 13. That's so. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting mm-hmm. in Wisby, the Last Supper. 
I mean, this is the, they call this the final, his mm-hmm. last supper discourse or mm-hmm. final discourse. Yeah, verse two, during supper. Yeah, yeah, if you have a red letter Bible, there's a lot of red letters. I mean, especially pages worth. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, so I just say that to say these are, we're nearing the end here of Jesus' life. Mm-hmm. Jerusalem and the cross are, um, yeah, Calvary is definitely in view. And so his words take on some extra context in some ways. Yeah, and just, and just to uh, continue with that same thought. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for, uh, in, in John 14, 15, and 16, that's usually uh, sort of thought of as a unit. Okay. A lot of that focuses on what the Holy Spirit is going to do when he arrives. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, just to pick up on what you were saying, mm-hmm. so the trauma of the moment in chapter 13 is uh, when Jesus, at that Last Supper, prophesies about the betrayal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I didn't touch on this at all, but follow the pattern of this. So you have Judas betraying the Lord in chapter 13, uh, or, or at least the, the uh, that's the concept that's being developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of, one of the 12 is going to betray him. But then, uh, if I remember correctly, in our chapter 16, Verse one, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. So there's another, mm-hmm. uh, in a sense, a, a betrayal of loyalty. And then, um, so we talked about the fact that, you know, here you have in this little section, the trauma causing, you know, Peter was sure of his faith, but the Lord prophesied that he's going to, he's going to um, abandon the Lord, deny him. You've got the Judas scenario, and then you've got the Lord addressing all the disciples. So mm-hmm. all of this defection is taking place as the heat gets turned up on our Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's headed, like you said, this yeah. is coming to the final moments. And, and actually, John is so famous for this terminology, right? Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of, the, out of this world to the Father. And um, that's in, at the beginning of John 13. Yeah. Um, through death. Right. And so the sermon, the three main points were essentially set in, just to recap a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, we have a fragile faith, just like the disciples do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, and the bad news is there's trouble and tribulation trouble. coming. Mm-hmm. However, the good news is that trouble. Jesus has overcome the world. Yeah. Uh, so we need not fear. Yeah, that's um, right. So question to, uh, to get started here. Mm-hmm. Um, just about the sources of trouble. Maybe let's start there. Uh-huh. Uh, in what in what ways or sources do you? I mean, I was trying to think about where's this trouble coming from because mm-hmm. it's coming from a lot of different angles. Mm-hmm. So, any quick thoughts about where's the source of our troubles? So, if I asked, uh, if I asked, you know, if I asked you, are you ever troubled by what you see happening in our world, the decisions that are made? by individuals, um, whether they are ruling officials or whether they're criminals or whether they are sports figures or whether they are, you know, just think about some of the news, some of the primary news that you get. So if I asked you, does that trouble you at all? A lot of you would say yes. Mm -hmm. And I would be one of those that when I look at what's happening in the world, so that's one, um, and I, I think in that teaching, I was trying to reference without going to a lot of these other texts because of time, but I was trying to reference, you know, the world, the flesh, and the devil, the three, yep. the mm-hmm. three sources of, of trouble 
uh, and so forth. So, uh, but I would start with just that world system. Yeah. When you watch this world operate and, and its thinking patterns and the way in which it makes decisions, does that trouble a Christian? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it does. Um, the other thing, uh, the other uh, thing, of course, is do we do we continue to remember the fact that the devil is behind so many things that tempt us so and that trouble us mm-hmm. so we can't leave out of the equation the fact that sometimes certain circumstances happen in our lives at the best time or the worst time mm-hmm. the best time for satan's strategy the worst time for us and faith but there's a strategy going on by the evil one and all of his minions that is troubling us. And I don't know how much we, uh, I don't know how much we factor that in. Yeah. But there is a mastermind behind the trouble. Mm-hmm. How much stock or how important maybe do you think it is to isolate where that trouble's coming from? You know, sometimes people think, you know, is this spiritual warfare directly? Mm-hmm. Is that a thought of my own, my own sinful nature? Yeah. So. So I, I would say what's important is to uh, to be prepared for a supernatural uh, a supernatural enemy who is extremely extremely good. He's extremely effective at pushing the buttons that hurt us as individuals. I mean, mm-hmm. he's very very good at this. So I would say that it is important to recognize the spiritual warfare as a part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those that would say it's probably more of a factor in our lives than we think. And also, that's the reason why we pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil or the evil one, Mm -hmm. however that's translated. So I think that's a that's a prayer for uh, for us. The the only the other, you know, the third one that we left out is the one that I have to deal with on a regular basis. And that is um, the trouble uh, in, in this world, you'll you know. In the world, you will have tribulation. Mm-hmm. Some of that is caused, of course, by my own spiritual insensitivity uh, to the spirit of God's promptings. And so in my sinful self, in my carnal uh, self, I have uh, I I create or fuel some of that tribulation. So those are kind yeah. of the three sources that you're, you know, that the scriptures, uh, identifies for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so that kind of dovetails into the next question here that came in. So, uh, here's a, a quote from your, from your sermon on mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, you said this, Lord, I'm so secure of what you are doing in my life that I know none of the evil I face because of myself mm-hmm. or because of others or because of this world or because of the evil one. Mm-hmm. So that what we just talked about, yeah, those things can um, that can keep me from God's will in my life. So none of those evils can keep me from God's will in my life. Uh, what is the evil being talked about here in terms of myself? So- yeah, I was thinking about um, the, uh, I'll go back to the, uh, the lady, uh, Corey Ten, Boon, uh, Ten Boon's uh, quote. Mm-hmm. I- I'm thinking of the times when my own, uh, my own struggle with temptation and sin ends up um, I lose spiritual vitality and strength mm-hmm. and I lose joy. So um, that's that's me trying to process my world. And so 
it's not always just take the anxiety, but anxiety is such a big one in this day because yeah. we're, mm-hmm. we're coming on two years now of trying to deal with this pandemic. And so, so let's take, let's just take the anxiety of if I wake up in the morning and I am very fearful of the unknown of the near future. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is going to yeah. look like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what our church is going to look like, you know, because of this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You can go on and on. That type of uh, that type of anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. That's the type of anxiety that that's my sinful flesh wants to uh, usurp the place of God or deny his place. Maybe not usurp it, but deny it where I don't believe that he can that he can handle me during mm-hmm. these times or protect me or provide for me or whatever the so there's an example of my sinful flesh, that evil mm-hmm. that rears its ugly head and um, challenges God or ignores God or disbelieves God. That's the kind of evil in myself that I have to deal with regularly that yeah. is um, a part of the trouble. Well, and the second part of that question that I didn't actually verbalize mm-hmm. there is, would this be my own sinful nature? This is myself. And yeah, so yeah, and whoever, yeah, whoever's, yes. uh, I appreciate their care and tracking down the words and the, you know, and the, all of that. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's what we bring to the equation. So this anti-God part of us is at times, sadly, in league with the anti-God establishment in this world, which is headed up by, of course, the anti-God supernatural being in the yeah. world so See. you have this incredible uh you know, i hate to use it. it's not a trinity it's uh, sort of a triumvirate of of wickedness that's a good one <laughs> uh, it just came to me so, the world triumvirate 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 okay ate at the end okay i'll uh, i'll let that one uh just go over my head how about if we say um, there's three three really <laughs> <thank you>. strong <laughs> forces you. at work creating the trouble in our world and in in all in all the cases all it's doing is it's taking us away from faith it is um, causing us to lose our confidence in god however you'd want to word mm-hmm. that which is why i think this text uh, to me was so encouraging you know after after this awful section where Jesus said, everybody's going to leave me alone, even the finest disciples. He says, I've said these things to you that in mm-hmm. me, you may have peace. So thankfully, the last word in this is not our tendency to leave God in disbelief. Thankfully, Jesus says, no, you're going to have peace in me in that mm-hmm. relationship. That And that's because of his grace to us. Yeah. It's okay. pretty amazing. I mean, like the hymn says, amazing grace. Wow. Yeah, it is. Um all right, so triumvirate. Is that a is that a motorcycle brand? Triumvirate. It should be. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't buy one, one of the. It should I be one of the models. One. I wouldn't buy one of those. And I don't know. I, and I'm not sure what we're going to get to. But let me just say too that this whole remember this whole uh, teaching on Sunday from John 16 to the end of that chapter, verse 33, is all headed towards mm-hmm. be courageous. Yeah. That translation. Remember, I had a little trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Take heart. Uh, I think I understand that, but yeah. take heart probably better have courage or be courageous. I have overcome the world. So we've got, we've got the opportunity to be encouraged by the words of our Lord that says, I have won a victory. I've overcome this anti-God establishment that is ruining 
uh, that can ruin someone's spiritual life. No, I've overcome that. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, it gives us the opportunity to work, uh, to walk with him and work with him with courage. Mm -hmm. So let me ask this next question. When we fail to walk with him in courage, mm -hmm. uh, the fear is that times in my life when I'm fighting the battle and we lose for a period of time, uh, that this will cause, this will be the cause of God's will in my life being derailed. So mm -hmm. fear overcomes, we yeah. give into the world, the flesh, the devil. Yeah. Now the fear is that God's will is being derailed in our life. And I think we would say it, yes, it is at least to a point, whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, so then we you get into the question of what's God's will. So to answer mm -hmm. this question, you're talking about, I think usually when that comes up, we're talking about two different things. Mm -hmm. Yes. When we're living in fear, anxiety, worry, that's not God's will for us, correct? Correct. Yes. But will that derail God's plan for me long term? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly so, not. So the possibly, if I mean, let's let's do a couple of things. First of all, uh, anyone that's concerned about, you know, a um, those moments of carnality where they know that they are not following God's will in their lives, they're not mm -hmm. responding to him and to his spirit. Uh, all of that, that person that does that for a time. And I think that's maybe how that's worded. Yeah, if there's a time season. there. So there's a time, there's a lapse, uh, a lapse into unbelief and disobedience mm -hmm. for a time. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, you know, the, you know, the person's fellowship with God is off. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not good. Uh, their ability to be faithful to the Lord is off. They're, they're just not able to accomplish his will in those moments. And so there is that time period where, you know, they're, they're, they're just not able to, to enjoy mm -hmm. their heavenly father. Mm -hmm. So, but as you put it, though, if we're going to talk about the, the overall life. Yeah, more long-term future. Yeah, you have this, uh, you know, your possibly word, we know in scripture that it's possible for professing professing Christians to deny the Lord. Mm -hmm. We know that that's possible. So, and I'm referring again to that text in, I think it's in one of Paul's epistles, where in Timothy, I think, where he, he says, if, if, we're faith, if we're faithless, he still remains faithful. Mm -hmm. But there is also a denial option there. Mm -hmm. And um, so one of those is fatal in that verse. The other is not. And we don't know that from a human perspective ever. Yeah. So it's never good for a human being to try to decide is what's happening to someone else. What's important for us beyond Sunday is to say, I actually believe that Jesus overcame the world when he died, rose again, ascended to the Father, dispatched his spirit and began the creation of the new creation of all things the redemption of all things that's set in motion. I actually believe that. And since I believe that I'm going to also obey the command of verse 33, I'm, I'm going to take heart. Yeah. I'm going to fight against uh, discouragement, despondency. I'm just going to fight against it. And for the person that, you know, was honest enough to say, you know, what about when we, when we fail for a season, mm -hmm. if we're discouraged for a season, uh, that's why we come together. That's why we consider the word of God. That's why we sing his praises together. That's why we meet together in small groups mm -hmm. because we are on a journey together and we're going to believe the Lord and we're going to walk in courage. Yeah. 
that's the health of a good body yeah. building each other up yeah holding each other together yeah and those one another's become so important as a part mm-hmm. of this when you you know you and i both know what it's like to struggle with stuff and so we're like wow lord we need you and we need each other to uh, to be able to walk along with courage but it's such an it's it is such an encouraging text especially if uh, someone today you know if, if you're thinking wow i do have there's a lot of things I'm fighting. I'm fighting hard uh, to to uh, to remain in faith, to remain faithful. Uh, take a text like this and really ask yourself: um, Are you enjoying that peace in Him? And I hope that's the result of you believing His Word. Yeah. So, technical question uh-huh. before we close: uh-huh. um, you, you brought up Jesus overcoming the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think you pointed it out, but I uh, I missed it. What is the, why is that a past tense verb? I have overcome the world mm-hmm. when the cross hasn't happened yet. Why is it that way? Yeah. Uh, that's God's way of saying, this is, this is as good as done. It's gotcha. accomplished. Gotcha. I am, I am here to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you pointed out in the context, we're past the last supper. Yeah. And I am very soon. Uh, and the wording of John 13 was, Jesus, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world. So in God's mind, this is an event that is taking place. And mm-hmm. he states it as if it's already, yeah. the victory's already won. Yeah, He's so deal. close to being there, but not quite. It's really, it's an amazing, that's one of the great things about the Greek language. Uh, I enjoy the Hebrew better, but What's mm-hmm. nice about the Greek is that sometimes the precision is there, like like that. That's a that's a choice of the author to write that that kind of tense mm-hmm. um, under inspiration. That's mm-hmm. God sending a strong signal to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. So, just my last closing thought uh, yeah. and encouragement to me was to see the care of Jesus for his disciples and to be reminded that I have that same God cares for me in the same way. So. I mean, you see it when he says, you weren't ready for it back then. I didn't overbear you mm-hmm. with something you weren't ready for. But now you are. Don't be afraid. And he just, he's such a yeah. compassionate and yeah. caring and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Uh, others, obviously, others focused. Um, and that's the same God that cares for me. And so, and the same confidence that he had that it the cross was going to be overcome and death, uh, we have that same confidence in the future that he's coming back. It's, it's a yeah. done deal. Just a matter of waiting for it. That is a great word because for him to deal with fragile faith that way mm-hmm. is, wow. Uh, he could he could have easily been you know, a little bit overbearing with us. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, Slapped you upside the that's head. That's a lot of patience. That's sure. a lot of love, a lot of mercy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. You're right. He treats us well. And he wants us to trust him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we got to do that this week beyond Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Be encouraged in the true sense of that word, right? Especially the Mm -hmm. last part of that word. The courage part. Take heart. Yeah. Take heart. Yeah. Brave heart. Yeah. Yeah. Took heart for different reasons. Yeah. But exactly. (laughs) All right. Good deal. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions about this episode or obviously any sermons, Sunday morning worship times in the future, by all means, send them into podcast at cbcmj.com. We love hearing from you and diving into the text midweek here. So 
Randy, thanks again for another week. Yeah, and I really appreciate like, you know, whoever sends those in, thank you for doing that. I appreciate the fact that you're thinking about the scriptures and trying to put it into practice beyond Sunday. Good deal. All right. Thanks. See you guys. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.